Hey, you're listening to Saved and Sassy. My name's Cassie, and welcome to my podcast. Whoo, child, it has been a while that I've been trying to put out this little project, but that's only because I'm such a procrastinator. But that's neither here nor there. Let's get ready to rumble. Okay, so first off, I'd like to say welcome to my podcast. This is um, Cassie Molassi, and um, we're just here to talk about, you know, God, love, life, things that we do, and how to apply biblical principles to our everyday life. Um, I like to thank my alien sister, Jazzy J. Jasmine Elizabeth has been pushing me, and she actually told me stop posting until I get my work done. So, thanks, sis. I'm finally here. So, let's get some things squared away because, as you all know, or if you don't know, you're getting ready to know. I'm very much a lover of my city. I live in the 413. Ooh, ooh. So I just like to shout out a couple of people from my, um, I would say my hood, but I mean my city. Okay. So first for working women, um, today we are going to celebrate my very own cousin, Mariah Lee. Um, Mariah is a wonderful woman. She teaches um, dance. She teaches Afro dance. She has these wonderful functions at our local college, American International College. And she has these dances called the um, African Diaspora. She is intelligent. She's going to Bay Path. Um, She just has so much going on for her. She has a business by the name of Rude Essence rooted essence so if you are interested in dance i um would implore you to look up rooted essence and give her a shout out and she will be more than willing or yeah more than wanting (laughs) to help you and just um say that cassie sent you and um i also would like to shout out a business um in my local area as you all know i fluctuate between weight loss goals and weight loss plans but one um business that has actually helped me achieve long-standing goals has been our journey our journey is a holistic health and wellness center so they don't just focus on your um body like your physical needs like you tend to go to like planet fitness and things like that and they focus just on what your goals are but i'm telling you with our journey i gained friends okay we have dinner i be cooking they be eating we have phone calls we talk we have community we have love we have friendship i'm telling you like i joined a gym and i left with a family i talked to my trainer who's no longer my trainer because i have commitment issues but praise god i'm going back Uh uh-huh 30 pounds need to be off of this body, okay? It's the brick house season, warehouse season has passed, okay? We're getting ready for my future. But all that to say, um, I call him weekly. We talk, um, we talk about our goals and things like that. So if you are interested in somebody who's going to be invested, not just in your um, goals, but invested in your life that wants to know like how you're doing, like they deal a lot with your mental state because as you know, as you shed pounds, you start to really, um, <coughs> excuse me, you start to really, uh, confront those insecurities that you were hiding behind food and things like that so i would definitely shout out our journey so if you would like any more information about them i'm asking you to go on their facebook page at our journey on facebook okay so that was my business shout out my working woman shout out i did my welcome so let's get ready to get into the meat of this portion so today's um quote or scripture It's going to come from Romans 8 and 28, and it says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. And the title of this entire podcast is Keep Going. So, child, now this is the first week of the second quarter, okay, for the year. 
So for those of us who attend church, a lot of us do a lot of fasting in the month of January. So our new year for the church world um, started in February. But for everybody else, it starts on January 1st (laughs) because January 1st is the day of the new year. Um, so our first quarter is over. So let's talk about that first quarter because, you know, we get real excited. We have plans. We have goals. We have motivation and ambition. And I'm going to do better being bang at, you know, A, B, and C. And then by the middle of February, it's like, honestly, life was pretty good. <laughs> you know, I don't need to do six vacations. I can do one. You know, um, I don't need to lose 30 pounds. That first 10 was I, you know what I mean? So let's talk about that first quarter because I just had a million things that I just knew I was going to smash out between um, January and March. And um, it's the first week of April and I don't, you know, I I just did what I said I was going to do. And, um, you know, I lost a lot of motivation and then I started, you know, writing, not writing, but, um, I started, you know, meeting with people because one of the key things to stay motivated is to make sure that your team is motivated. So if your friends are motivated and pushing along, then you tend to find yourself in that same way. But if you're not and nobody is doing anything, you're kind of just like, um. You know, who needs goals? Who needs that life? So I'm just here to encourage you about your motivation, your motivation, what keeps you going. You know, um, I had a lot of deaths in the first quarter, so I just got really, I don't want to say depressed because I wasn't, uh, well, I guess, you know, high functioning depression is actually a thing, but I had just kind of lost like motivation to do anything for myself. I was there to help other people. You know, I was, you know, going to job, going to work, you know, as often um as I could to pay my bills but nothing you know to do anything extra like I had just kind of stuck into a hole my dad's health started declining and I was just like god I'm overwhelmed and I'm all set I'm all set with life right now not like suicidal all set with life but like I'm good like right now if I could just stay in this place I would and I slowly but surely began to let those dreams and um, ambitions fall by the wayside. Things that I know that God told me to do. Um, things that I know that he said that, you know, this year is going to be different for you and all these things. See, the difference is, not the difference, but like one of the important things that you have to learn about yourself and um, coming into alignment with God's word is that God will say it, but you have to work it. Does, does that make sense? So God will say, you know, um, you can write this book. You know, I see books in your, you know, this year and I see, you know, prosperity and all these things, but like you you can't get prosperity if you don't do any work. Yes, favor will follow you, but I mean, favor can't follow you into the house, sis. Like, if he gives you favor to meet people, that means you need to get out your house to meet these people. You know, if he gave you favor to write the book, that means you need to open up that laptop and start typing up them letters. You know what I mean? So... That's something that we have to learn about coming to alignment with God because sometimes I know for me in this season of where I felt like I was drained and I was unmotivated, I was blaming God like, God, you said that X, Y, and Z was going to happen. I don't see none of this working. And he's like, well, sis, like you ain't did no work. <laughs> like, How am I supposed to make something out of nothing? You know, sis, you got to give me something to work with. And that's what we have to learn to do is like to stay the course through the trials and tribulations, remembering your why, remembering, you know, in those pits when you're just like god i don't know how i'm gonna make it remember why you have this passion because the the word says all things work together for the good for them that love god so we already know that we love him and to them who are called according to his purpose that means that you have purpose in your life so if you're pursuing something that's not your purpose it may not fall in alignment with your life or your motivation but when you know that you have a passion for what you do when you know that you're in the will because a lot of times it's stuff that we don't even want to do like my friend sharia I love her. She's a beautiful um, woman, 
yeah, we're adults now. I keep forgetting that we're old. Durr. Um, I went to high school with her, um, you know, and she started doing these um, artistic letters. So they're like little stand-up letters that you put against for like photo walls and things. They're adorable. She gets better with each and every every set, right? But she put on Facebook at one time that she said this was just really like a hobby, like a side thing that she was just doing just for ha-has. And then people just started ordering it. And now homegirl like that's all I see her doing is sets okay and she gets a pretty coin from it why because it's her passion and when you fall in alignment with your passion the doors will open your gift makes room for you so remember your why why do I want to write this book so my book that I'm writing that should be pushed out by the end of May is on child um childhood not childhood warfare but warfare for children spiritual warfare okay why do I want to do that because I love kids but I also loved being um when I was younger I was in a private school and the thing is is like when you raise your children to be Christians I think that you should send them to a school that um it empowers enforces your um spiritual beliefs at home wholeheartedly believe that so I went to this private school and it wasn't so much the, the educational piece but like the spiritual component that went with my education that made me grow into the woman that I am now I absolutely loved it and I remembered my why so because I love that type of education I wanted my children to be educated in that way so you just have to remember your why why are you doing this? Why does it make a difference? Why? How is it making a difference? You know, what did God say? When did he say it? You know, and then when you go into your prayer time, that's when you bring it back to God. Like, God, you look, 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 you said this. Okay. I was minding my business. Okay. I was having fun doing what I was trying to do. This is what you called me out to do. And then you just keep pushing. Times get tough. You don't want to do it. Sometimes it gets harder and harder. Like some things, writing to me is easy. It's something that I've been gifted with. I knew that at a young age. Um, it's just always been easy. But what happens when you don't want to write? <laughs> what happens when you think something's going to be five, you know, five chapters and it turns out to be 10? What happens when you don't have the motivation? What happens when, you know, family members are dying or you just, you're not motivated. You're, you know, you're fighting all these other oppositions. You have to remember that you got it. But what if you're working on something that God has told you that's already been yours for years? God is always on time, but is not necessarily on our time. I was just saying this the other day. We were getting ready to take the kids to the park because Wednesdays for our family is family day, um, family field trip day. So we take the kids to the local museum. We take them to Forest Park and we just be chilling. You know, we just have a good old time. And I was cleaning up the house to get ready to leave. And in my mind, as I'm folding up my throw blankets, I was saying, like, I never thought in a million years that I would be 28, you know, with my roommate, taking my nephews and her and her um, work children and our, you know, our church kids to the park. Never. If you would have told me at 18 that I would not have been married with children by 28. I probably would have laughed at you dead in your face. Like, what are you talking about? I just never imagined it. And now I'm not saying that I'm not grateful because child, I can pick up and go whenever I want to. Cause after them 20, them 20 minutes, I'm sorry. After them two hours with them kids, I was ready to go. I was like, Oh no, 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 no. I got to go. I got to go. These kids got to go home. Those working my nerves. And then, you know, you take them to the park and they be, they, you know, 
Massachusetts has crazy weather, so it was like fake spring, so it was real nice outside, but real cold, real quick. Kids had runny nose, but fell in the dirt and just sticky. I just, oh God, I was tired of them. I was waiting for them to go home. But I'm just saying, like, but I know that I have a promise that I'm going to be married with children. So you have to hold on, like, even in those tough times, even when things don't come, seem like they're getting ready to pass because you know that all things work together for the good. You know that if he said it, he's going to do it. You know that even though he's not on my time, that he's always on time. So you just have to remember your why and just remember who you trust in and who you walk in and who empowered you to do what it is that you do because nobody can beat you being you. Nobody can do what you can do. And a lot of times... Um, Sometimes people say, if you won't do what somebody else will. But honestly, every single person on this earth is unique. Nobody can do what you can do better than you. Period. 17,000 people can make podcasts. And if God called you to call, called you to make one, nobody will have a podcast that's similar to yours. Why? Because it's your identity and it's what, well, not your identity, but it's your fingerprint on it. And it's what he called you to do. You might just reach 50 people, but guess what's the 50 people that he ordained you to, to touch. So that's what I'm saying. Keep pushing, keep pushing, keep moving mountains because it's going to happen. This my, one of my favorite songs that I stand on right now is do it again by elevation worship and it goes your promise still stands great is your faithfulness you never filled me yet i'm still in your hands great is your faithfulness you never filled me yet god don't fail we fail people fail jobs fail niggas fail oh i don't even know if i can say i mean men fail sorry if i offended you the next podcast will be better (laughs) you know but god doesn't so that's what my message is to you is keep going the haters gonna come keep going mental issues gonna come up keep going family members gonna drag you down keep going keep pushing because the promise is and always will be yours and let's move on to our next section which is called basura time (laughs) trash okay so y'all was trying to tell me that townhouse crackers was better than ritz you're trash. That's disgusting. Townhouse crackers are disgusting. Club crackers are disgusting. The little Keebler Elf um, Club crackers that come in that green box with them white crackers, trash. If you're not eating saltines or Ritz, you don't need to be my friend. I said it. Fight me. What's that? Chocolate ice cream. Basura. Say with me. Basura. Disgusting. I don't know what y'all keep doing. And you know what? And for those of us on the weight loss journey, y'all stop telling us that seltzer water tastes like soda because it doesn't. It's trash. Basura. I'm sick of y'all. I'm sick, 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 sick of y'all. Y'all gonna stop telling me that seltzer water tastes like soda. It doesn't. It's nasty. And finally, last but not least, we are going to have our story time. All right. So check it minding my business well actually I'm not minding my business because I'm having a conversation with my co-worker so me and my co-worker are talking it's in like an open area um I can't even tell y'all where I work because they've been trying to get strict on folks but where I've been working right so I'm talking to her about this funeral that I went to now child the funeral was one of these prominent uh well it was a big funeral because one of the, the person who had passed was a very prominent figure in our city 
So the funeral, no lie, I was there from maybe nine o'clock until close to five. Like, we're not joking. This was a real thing. But that includes funeral and repast. Okay. I'm not mad, but I'm just talking to my coworker. And she was like, why was it so long? I said, because black people just don't know how to stop. Because, you know, if you go to a real black funeral, you know, we don't even call them funerals in the church world. We call them homegoings. Child, they were singing. That choir tore that song up. They were singing and they were shouting. They was preaching and then they were shouting. And then they was preaching some more. And then there was just a little bit more shouting. So, you know, we take some time. We take some time. So I'm talking to her and my coworker who seen who happens to be of another race <clears throat> on the lighter side um was like, "Oh, how come I can't say that?" I was like, "Say what? How come I can't say that about black people?" Because I had told my coworker that black people just don't know how to stop. We just do too much. And I was like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah, if I would have said that about black people, I would be in trouble." I said, "Yes, it's cuz you're not black." Well, how come black people get to talk about black people and white people? I said, because you're the oppressor. What's up? <laughs> like, what are you, where are we going? She said, do I look like the oppressor? Uh, she said, do I look like the oppressor? I said, no, you look like the oppressed. But either way, the fact still stands like, why y'all trying me? <laughs> so my coworker, who, um, who looks like me. Was looking at me with the bug eyes because y'all know if y'all know anything about me, I am pro black. I'm trying, I'm not racist. Well, I can't be racist because I'm African American, but I mean, I'm trying not to be prejudiced. God is working on me on that because I used to say it as a joke and then I started to see it manifest. And God knows that one of my greatest friends is white, so I'm not prejudiced. Praise God, pray for me. But, um, like I was saying. So I started to side eye her because, you know, this woman is well, but she's at least got 40, 40 something years on me. Okay, sis, you trying it tonight at this place of employment. And y'all know my number one saying is y'all are not my provider. Jesus Christ is. So what's up? <laughs> I lose this job messing with y'all. So I'm looking at her, right? And in my mind, I just was just spewing up words because I was like, I bet you you one of them folks that think that white privilege isn't a thing. You think that racism is over, don't you? But you know what? God held my tongue because my coworker was giving me the look like, please, Cass, please don't do it. Don't do it. So I said, okay, all right. And I just moseyed on myself away, right? So, you know, when we get upset, we got to tell everybody your story. So I'm going to other people of color because I'm like, um, I'm not bugging. Okay, I'm not bugging. Child, this one girl at my job that we had invited to the cookout, I had a, I had a, renounce her invitation because she was like well it's true you guys talk about like our lips sis you not having lips is facts that's not me talking about you that's me giving you a fact like racism is real that's a fact that's not me coming at you know what so that was my story time and I had to really calm down because I was just like I feel myself rising I don't want to rise I feel myself rising. I don't want to rise because when I rise, then I've arrived and now I'm rose. Okay. Rising, risen rose. What's up? So that's my story time, guys, because these people just be trying it. But I was like, you know, praise God, praise God. I'm just thankful that my temperament, hallelujah, is not what it used to be. Because I was like, "Mm, y'all trying it. So, yes, guys. I just want to remind you to keep it going.
keep going, keep going. It's the first week. Well, this is the ending of the first week of the second quarter. So that means that you have three more months until we check in. So make sure that you are writing down your goals and that you are placing them on like a refrigerator or on your mirror so that you can see them, that you can speak them um, into existence and make sure you put your work behind it. Make sure that you're doing all that you can do and then continue to pray on it and watch God turn that thing around. I'm telling you because I've seen it for myself. All right. So, again, if you like them nasty townhouse crackers, go on and unfriend me. (laughs) If you're looking for me on social media, you will see me on Saved and Sassy. It's Facebook page and I'm lurking on an email address because I want you guys to start sending me topics that you would like me to touch on um, and just different things like that. Also, before we go, we're going to have a word of prayer because at the end of the day, one of the greatest commissions that Jesus Christ has given us, which is to spread the gospel. Um, so I don't have to have a caller for that. I can just lead you to Christ if you want to. So if you're ready to go um, before the throne of grace, let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you for how you continue to keep us all day long. We ask you to cover us as we go throughout our day. God, as we lay our heads, God, wherever time zone that these people are in, God, you know the needs that they have. And you know the um, promises that you have spoken over them. So God, I ask you to give them supernatural um, determination and motivation, oh God, so that they can reach every height that you have called them to climb to God and that every promise that you have for them God that they will um be able to meet that God for those those of them who are seeking salvation Father God repeat these words after me those who are seeking salvation Heavenly Father we thank you for your love we thank you for your kindness we thank you for sending your son to die on the cross we believe that he died for our sins and that he rose up on the third day and that he is coming again to redeem his people we thank you we invite you to come into our hearts we um, renounce and denounce sin and we give you the praise and glory because you are our lord and our savior in jesus name we pray amen love you guys bye